1: <laughs> how do you sum up a 100 hour playthrough that's all you had i'm at like 150 and you haven't beaten the game no i don't want to leave hyrule I don't wanna, you can't evict me damn it bitch i might bitch, you go, I, might. You go I, in a Termina. I made my dream house i paid for it in full yes i duped the shit out of a bunch of diamonds to pay for it me too <laughs> How else can you afford a fucking house in this economy? Oh my god, how can you afford anything in this fucking game? Because everything is valuable.
0: Alright, you know what, we're already doing this. Just uh, Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP.
1: And I'm Czar. It's here. It is. It's here. We talked
0: about this a month ago, and people might have forgotten because we haven't been here in a couple of weeks to just take a little break. But, Which uh,
1: we will touch on briefly. Uh, briefly a little bit, but um, It's time. It is. We, we set a date uh, pretty much exactly a month ago that we would not talk about Tears of the Kingdom at all until a month after <laughs> it released. And guess what, folks? This game released on May 12th. It's fucking time. It's time,
0: and by the way, thank you so much for conceding to my spoiler rules. Oh, I mean... I wouldn't be able to not talk about this. What's your rule? Forever? Yeah, basically forever.
1: Fuck you. I mean, you could tiptoe around it and still have good content, but no, I really want to get into everything about this game. I don't Spoilers need... yeah. ahead.
0: All right, well, I would love to do that, Czar. but I have a quick question. What are you drinking? Ooh,
1: I... I need to figure out what I'm. It's it's another koala tears. Every time I come in here with a beer, it's just fucking. There's no label on it. It's just it, a bunch of koalas. It's
0: koala tears. This is another. It's a Berliner, Vice style sour ale with boysenberry, strawberry, and raspberry. Ooh, because we drinking
1: with the boysenberry. To, uh, ask me how much this four pack was. How much was this four pack? It cost me twenty four bucks. Woo! I will I will enjoy every sip. You
0: better. You <laughs> were drinking more of that nasty ass Christmas cookie when I got here.
1: I had to kill it. I have gone you on a six week binge of having <laughs> one of those Christmas cookie beers every week when we record, and it's finally done. You don't have to do this to yourself, brother. I know I didn't, but I needed a beer. <sighs> I told you I was bringing the beer I know, but then you were late
0: There was an accident on a 80
1: Selfish asshole People getting in car Rabble, rabble, rabble
0: Yeah, There's just not a lot we can do to prepare for this I'm just trying to mentally figure out How you take a 100 to 200 hour playthrough Of what is honestly One of the best video games I'm ever going to play in my life And just put it in an episode, you know?
1: Yeah, no I'm mentally preparing it's, it's going to be difficult, so feel free, listeners, to let us know what we missed, uh, what you wanted to hear, and anything that we didn't cover. But this is a lot of content, so it's going to be hard to cover, but we're going to do our best, and we are going to share our experiences.
0: That's right. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is, of course, following up what most of us consider to be one of the greatest video games ever made, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, a lot of us are Zelda fans, right? Most of us fucking... We love Zelda. Oh, yeah. We love the Zelda. But Breath of the Wild came along at a time where the formula was getting stale and really mixed things up, you know? Yeah. uh, Just being a great game for the Switch in general, it did so fucking much that just completely shook up everything we know about Zelda.
1: Yeah, well, and not only that, but it redefined an entire genre, We didn't know what open world actually meant until we saw Breath of the Wild.
0: It was, it's such a cultural phenomenon that I feel like at no point when we describe this game are we being hyperbolic. (laughs)
1: Hyperbolic time chamber. (laughs) We're not being the hyperbolic time chamber.
0: (laughs) Dodge! I need to rewatch TVZ Abridged. Every every so year I go back good. and watch it. It's so good. But that's not what we're talking about. Today. <laughs> not yet. Anyway, so all of this is to simply say that number one, we've been waiting for five fucking years for Tears of the Kingdom. And I don't know about you. We knew the sequel was coming. Um, I was almost a little scared because I felt like the
1: expectations were so fucking high. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know? there are. Aside from Cyberpunk, I don't think we have ever had higher expectations for a game. And how do you top, like, the game of the decade as as a sequel? Exactly. I mean, you almost expect them to, like, copy and paste a lot of the mechanics from the first game to make the sequel. Right. That's 100% right. So,
0: I am very pleased to say... That Tears of the Kingdom in no way did not meet my expectations.
1: No, it, in fact, it blew my expectations
0: out of the water. It's fucking incredible. There's no way it's not going to win Game of the Year. End of the episode.
1: We're done. Yeah. There's no other way. Go home. <laughs> We're fucking-
0: it's a good game. Go home. It's just fucking amazing. It's incredible. They're...
1: There's really no other way to slice it. Like I have seen so many reviews and everything and like the one that stuck out in my mind that's a little depressing is we are not going to see a game of this caliber for a long time.
0: It that truly is depressing to say. I I was having a conversation at work with a coworker of mine who said all if he could have one wish it was just to experience Breath of the Wild for the first time again. Well, he g- <laughs> he got his wish. He got his wish, but now <laughs> it's just it's so fucking amazing. I don't even know where to get started. So, I mean, first of all, you know, of course we're going to use our normal games review like list. Like we've done plenty of game reviews where we have a list where we just kind of rudimentarily go through the process and talk about the game, right? It's basically a bunch of
1: word vomit.
0: Basically, but I mean, the truth is other than just a list of some things to touch on, like we just have this time to like really go fucking all out and talk about the game and how amazing and incredible it was.
1: And I am so excited for it. This goes back to like being in school and sitting in the hallways with your friends and discussing a video game. That is the conversation I'm looking forward to having today. And I want to let you know there is one
0: question on the list of questions we have today that I'm throwing on that I did not add. Do you think this game is better than Breath of the Wild? Ooh, okay. So are we saving that to answer that's at the, the end? That's the last that's question. the last question. Okay. Because I've got some controversial opinions oh. that might
1: get me in some trouble. Oh, no. Well, it wouldn't be a Game T episode if we didn't have controversy.
0: Every fucking time. <laughs> bunch Your of, opinion sucks. A bunch of fucking sadists run this podcast. <laughs> me looking in the mirror.
1: It's you that's the real villain.
0: All right, so let's talk about the story. Um, it's really interesting, I think, how like they almost set this up as like a really typical Zelda game, to be honest. Like, Yeah. Y- y- you know what I mean? Like, we get introduced to Ganon. Something happens to Zelda. The entirety of the game is us preparing to fight Ganon and find out where the fuck Zelda went.
1: Yes, and this is a very notable comparison to Breath of the Wild. There is so much more direction to Tears of the Kingdom's story. Because if you remember playing Breath of the Wild, your first quest is destroy Ganon. Yes. And that's it. And then the player is tasked with finding the story. You know, they, they get all of these side aspects and it is their job to find the story to beat Ganon. The difference with Tears of the Kingdom, it's more of a sequential story that you linearly follow. And I can't tell if that was a good thing I like it. You think so? I like having a little more direction because I think that was one of the biggest criticisms with Breath of the Wild is you are tossed into an open world. Good luck figuring out what you have to do.
0: And I mean, that's absolutely true. And what's funny is you don't have to do fucking any of it if you don't want to in Breath of the
1: Wild. No, you can go straight to Ganon in Breath of the Wild and kill him. It's going to be a rough time because you got to fight all of the four other bosses before you can get to him, but... Yeah, precisely. But you can fucking do it. But you can do it. Not in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go find where Ganon is. You just can't get to him. And that's what I think is really
0: interesting is, like, in a lot of ways, like, Tears of the Kingdom reverted back to, like, classic Zelda. in that, like, you know, there is, there are things that you need to do before you can realistically achieve your
1: final goal of killing Ganon. Which I really like because in like Breath of the Wild, it's not realistic that Link just wakes up and goes and kills Ganon.
0: Yeah, it, it's really fucking not. <laughs> no. He's like, Link, He's like, who the
1: fuck? When, <laughs> Did didn't you like, just you get, off? get off the platform? Where are my clothes? <laughs> uh, Why am I naked? Oh, fuck, man. All I have is a tree branch. It's I don't a, have enough hearts to get the Master Sword. It's a good thing Link doesn't talk. It's probably how he's <laughs> <said it>. Oh,
0: <laughs> fuck, man. Just, not again. Uh, I just wanted to pipe a princess. <laughs> Why is it so fucking complicated? So... Uh, at the beginning, the first thing that you do in Tears of the Kingdom is it, it starts the
1: tutorial off, right? You duplicate the Master Sword. That's the first thing you do. The very first thing <laughs> 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 Well, not if you don't have 1.1 anymore. That's
0: true. That's true. I accidentally updated. I was like,
1: fuck! Same! I'm on 1.1.2, and I'm sad. Nintendo let me duplicate. <laughs>
0: So you start off by continuing almost at a point where te- uh, Breath of the Wild uh, left you, right? Yeah, Link is
1: at I, full strength. I do want to note. I think it's like seven years after Breath of the Wild, because like I don't think it's that long, do you? It's it's a few years because um, if you remember going into Link's house in Hayo Village, uh, you can find Z- Zelda's secret study, yeah. and that study implies that zelda and link had been living together for some time in traveling hyrule establishing rebuilding uh making schools monuments which is pretty sus yeah well, uh, it is a little sus but so i think a some time has passed between the two events why won't they just fucking make a game where zelda and link are together already know, why it... won't they do it <laughs> i mean they would be a perfect tag team because like zelda's a badass and, like, they hinted it so much, right? Like, yeah, well, you start the fucking game out and like you're protecting Zelda. You're hanging out with Zelda. and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're not hanging out with Zelda. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So so you know, you start off with the opening sequence where Link is at full strength, you got the master sword. things are going great. You're ex- exploring these caverns where you finally you find these murals about the secret stones. And like what happened during what do they call the war? Uh, the imprisoning war?: The imprisoning war. That's right. Finally, of course, things go to shit. They find a mummified Ganon with Raru's hand on top of him, which was keeping him imprisoned.
1: You don't know it's Raru yet.:
0: No, the hand just magically falls off for some reason.
1: <laughs> it's like all zombie handy, it's kind of gross. Like, ew. It even like <laughs> cracks and like yeah. the joints pop when it falls. It's really gross.: Exactly.
0: Ganon wakes up from his mummified state. Uh, Zelda falls down, a little cavern thing. Um, But of course, the craziest thing we saw at the beginning was Ganon shoot like this weird, what I'm assuming was the malice from the previous game. It's gloom. The the gloom, thank you, at Link, which number one, completely shattered the Master Sword. Yeah. And number two, destroyed Link's arm. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it ripped him apart It ripped him down to three hearts One stamina wheel And he has no Master Sword It is shattered It's not even like the Goron dagger anymore <laughs> I
0: audibly gasped when the Master Sword was shattered yeah. I was like,
1: what the f-? But it is quickly followed up with a really cool scene of the tip of the Master Sword flying forward and slicing Ganon's cheek. That was cool. Yes, implying that the Master Sword was still the only way to hurt him. Right, he just got lucky, I guess. Yeah, he just got lucky and hit the base of the sword with the malice.
0: They do actually explain what happened later on, but... so because, well, yeah, yeah, that goes into decaying weapons. So from there... We get uh, like uh, here we go again, motherfucker from Breath of the Wild. Right, Link, Link wakes up. In I a don't
1: r- know if you'll be able to do it this time. <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, watch me,
0: <laughs> bitch, watch me as he's just flying down <laughs> towards the earth. Like, Are you a motherfucker. <laughs> so you it, you start off the game in a very similar way as you do Breath of the Wild, where instead of the, um, you know, plateau. That has the four shrines that you visit as kind of like the tutorial.
1: Instead, you're on one of the Sky Islands, like yeah. the central one. You're even higher up in the air, so there is no chance to jump off early. Exactly. And and, yeah. This is the crazy thing. I have watched so many YouTube videos about people trying to leave the island early. It's it's impossible.
0: Oh, yeah. You can't do it. Same with the Great Plateau in the first game. Like it just, You just can't fucking do it. So of course you go through the tutorial. You meet Raru, who was the first king of Hyrule, and the person who sacrificed his own life to subdue Ganon. I guess in, in the imprisoning world, in prison. Yeah, but I mean, like if he were imprisoned, he wouldn't have been able to break out. So
1: well, the spell Raru... the spell ran out. The juices, the Which... juices stopped flowing. <laughs> the juices stopped the flowing. Juices. Conveniently. When our hero walks in. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's a little convenient. Well, it's all prophecy. It's all well-placed. But, yeah, that one I did have a little bit of a problem with. I'm like, what if Zelda and I would have just, like, fucked around on the surface for another hour? Would we have never known about this? It's true. It's really true. So, anyway,
0: after that, then, of course, you meet. You get past the tutorial on the Sky Island, you do get back down to Earth, and the first thing you do is find Pura, who's now in an <laughs> a 20-year-old form, and Which thank is... God she was 20, because I saw her, and I was like, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Not again. For... <laughs> oh Not my again. God. That There's actually an interesting uh, string of dialogue with her. Um Because she doesn't make it apparent through the story why she is no longer a child. But it's a really funny dialogue piece where she's like, yeah, I was pissed off of the old guy making fun of me and not being able to reach the top shelf. So I she's like found this weird reverse engineering of the reverse aging process and like shot herself forward in time 20 years somehow. yeah if she has this technology why does hyrule have a fucking problem
0: i'm like if if you didn't just fuck
1: around all the time like this wouldn't be happening like you would be our biggest defense (laughs) god damn it instead you're making me a goddamn cell phone switch
0: (laughs) yes that's 100 what it was they were so on the nose about that here's the pura pad i'm like that is a Nintendo Switch, brother. You <laughs> gave me a Nintendo Switch.
1: You are just advertising your console in your own game.
0: 100% that's what they're doing. And then, of course, once you finally get past that, Pura explains to you how to, like, use those towers, which, by the way, are fucking weird. They just launch you in the air, which I guess they have to do to get you to the Sky Islands if you want to go visit them. But it, it's just fucking wild.
1: Yeah. I Honestly, it's the best way to travel.
0: It is the best way to travel. And then you're on your own. You're officially ready to travel the world. So
1: And it, you do get a quest um, that is the lead in to fighting Ganondorf for the final time. Um, I think it's like Crisis around Hyrule or something Cry- like that.
0: So, so you get the t- there's three missions you get off the right off the bat. Number one, find Princess Zelda. Yeah. Number two. Uh, Crisis at Hyrule Castle. And then number three, of course, is like, I don't remember the name of the mission, but it's basically, uh, go find the four people.
1: Yeah, and it gives you uh, a quest marker to go to the Rito Village, the Gerudo City. uh, The Gorons. Gorons and the Zora Domain.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you're off, man. So, I mean, just from the beginning, I had very similar vibes of Breath of the Wild where it's just like, I felt like it was the perfect amount of tutorial to let you understand what's going on and how shit works before, like, it's like, all right,
1: go. Well, yeah, and, like, back to that starting island, that's what's really cool about it is every time you do one of the shrines, much like with Breath of the Wild, you get a new power. Right, And the rest of the island is to teach you how to use that power. Exactly. And so you start out the game with Ultra Hand, which is basically like the Magnet from Breath of the Wild. Basically, just a souped-up version of Magnet. Yeah. Um, And then you've got Ascend, which is the best fucking power I've ever seen. It's pretty great. Uh, You got the Time Reverse, and there was one more. Fuse. Fuse, yes. Mm -hmm. Fuse, because that's the most necessary. Yeah. That is the most used skill you will use in this game.
0: Exactly, one hundred percent. It's okay. So this is a really niche joke that like eight people are gonna understand. Do you remember a cartoon back on uh, Disney Channel called Dave the Barbarian? Yes, I do. Do you remember that? One of my favorite bits from the that show ever is when the narrator goes, <laughs> "Dave created a megaphone by combining a squirrel and a megaphone." <laughs> a squirrel just taped to a megaphone. I saw a fucking bit that was the same thing. Like, Link has created this fantastic weapon. This fantastic sword using a rock and a sword. And a sword. I was like, oh my
1: god, that's fucking hilarious. But how about that apple sword?
0: I never combined my fucking sword with an apple. (laughs) Did it help? No. (laughs)
1: Not at all. Not even a little bit. That's fucking funny. (laughs) Well, and... We'll get into the powers in in a little bit. We're still in the story here, but the powers is definitely something I do want to hit on. Exactly. So, each one of the people... What
0: I really, really liked that Tears of the Kingdom did was reintroduce like this higher purpose for each of the characters we were introduced to in Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. Which would be... uh, you know like Tulin from the rito who we
1: helped out in well, the first game no we did not help Tulin. Tulin was not born in the first game Tulin was there he was just a little guy oh maybe Tulin was really, really we helped little. out his dad and yes. yes yes um but actually you find out a lot more about Tulin in hyrule warriors that is where Tulin's story comes in yes
0: okay so of course you go to get Tulin, he and um Wherever you decide to go, whether it's the Gerudo, the Rito, the Gorons, whichever. Don't go to Ger- the Gorons
1: first. No, don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I They intro- they reintroduced the concept of sages. Yes. Which I thought was really cool. We haven't seen sages since like Ocarina of Time. Yes. it's So I love that. So along with you find out once you beat like your first dungeon, which by the way, all
1: of the dungeons were awesome. Oh my God. So fun. The Rito village boss, which you'll fight a lot in the depths. uh, I fucking hated that boss. Oh, I fucking loved it. It was so fun. You didn't have fun just launching yourself up into the middle of this snowstorm and then like doing complete aerial combat on a boss. (sighs) (sighs) I mean it wasn't
0: as bad as Sidons like the Sidon. The fucking fucking... muck duck. Yeah, fuck that thing. Oh, I hated the muck duck. So, yeah, they, when you, wherever you decide to go first, once you beat their temple, you find out that the sages are back. Like, um, every one of the people that you were kind of introduced to in Breath of the Wild, whether that's Riju or um, Tulin or. Tulin is the exception because his dad was the person. Of course, helped. or Sidon, whoever it is. Um, that, that's your first introduction to, like, there were sages. Right? And I think that's really fucking cool that they reintroduced that.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I I absolutely love the Sage concept. Yeah. I would
0: have liked if they somehow find, found a way to get the Triforce reinvolved involved
1: too. Yeah. They've, they really have stopped emphasizing, like, Link having a piece of the Triforce, Zelda having a piece of the Triforce, and Ganon having a piece of the Triforce. I thought it would have been cool to reintroduce that. I think so, too. There was definitely something they could have done there, but... Either way, the reintroduction of the sages was really cool.
0: Yeah. So then, of course, like, that's where it becomes, like, a lot like Breath of the Wild. You find the four of them, you kind of get them together, and that's, like, your main task. But, of course, what makes these games special is on your, like, fucking route to get to one of them, you find... 1,200 different things to fucking do.
1: Oh, yeah. No, this this is an ADHD
0: nightmare. Oh, it really fucking is, but I'll ask you this question. What has been your favorite side quest so far? Ooh, favorite side
1: quest. Hmm. I don't honestly know if there are too many notable ones.
0: I... I, most of them are fetch quests.
1: Yeah, most of them are fetch quests or like escort this person on a vehicle to wherever they need to go. But when you're
0: finding the people for the music troupe, which you need for the great fairies, I thought that was awesome.
1: That was a really cool side quest. That made it a lot more worthwhile when you actually access the the great fairies. Yeah, totally. Because this game was fucking hard. Mm, They, mm -hmm. they reinforced all of the ways to make this game easier and made them more difficult like yes the great fairy fountain is essential because you need to up your defense on all your clothes 100 and get those extra bonuses but to do that you got to do a lot of legwork like you are gonna have to work to be good at this game
0: yeah i it 100 percent And I kind of like that because it totally is a get good mentality.
1: It is. Like, I mean, well, you remember the last few conversations, the brief conversations we had about Tears of the Kingdom, asking me in my experience, one word, how is my playthrough gone?
0: Unforgiving.
1: Unforgiving. That is this game, until you get good.
0: It's so true. In fact, it's really funny how like getting good for me my get good moment where i had to stop being a little you know baby back bitch and get good (laughs) was when i found the lionel coliseum
1: oh my god yes that is Uh, that will make or break you that was crazy i was like what the fuck is (laughs) happening you fight that silver lionel you think it's done all of a sudden you got three lionels coming at you
0: and f- including one Lionel that I
1: think you can only find in that Colosseum. Yeah, the Silver Rock Lionel. What the fuck? Yeah, it's got armor. It's the highest tier. Good luck. Oh, my God. All right, so you gather your... You get Majora's Mask for that, by the way. So, yes, listeners, that if, is you, true. if you haven't found the Floating Colosseum with the Lionels, do it now, because Majora's Mask is very useful. It is.
0: So, you find the four, the four sages... You And that's when you um, go do Crisis at Hyrule Castle. Now, truth be told, you can kind of do that Crisis at Hyrule Castle mission
1: whenever you want. No, you can't. No, you can't? No, I scoured all of Hyrule Castle very, very early game. Okay, so you do need the four sages before you can go do that. You have to have the four sages because in this interaction, when you find Zelda... There is the sages in the cutscenes, and the sages have to be there to save Link's ass, otherwise Link would die. Now, that's the most
0: interesting part about all of these different like interactions with the four sages, is Zelda for is somehow involved in each of them. Yes. The story that you get from each of the four sages is that they recently saw Zelda, and she somehow made things worse. Like, uh, for example, with the Gorons introducing that rock roast that was, like, brainwashing everybody. And, uh, of course, you as the player, you're like, that's definitely not
1: fucking right yeah no Zelda wouldn't do that or like with the Zoras she put tar all over their water and domain and they can't clean it and they can't breathe now
0: and nobody fucking questions it which I'm just like guys everyone's just like Zelda did this
1: we still love her but we're really curious about why she fucked us
0: speaking of side quests I love the one Zelda told us to fight in our underpants
1: yes oh my god okay yes the um uh what the stable quests because you you do have a fine zelda stable quest and you work with this rito um and you can eventually get a froggy suit which is really good for uh wet flocking walls (laughs) um and yeah some of those quests are really funny because all of them have to do with zelda telling somebody at the stable something vastly and stupid
0: yeah, it's and it, and nobody fucking has ever like, oh, nobody's
1: questioning why Zelda wants to see a bunch of grown ass men fight to the death in their underpants. Right.
0: Now you finally get to the mission um, trouble at Hyrule Castle or whatever. And what you learn from that mission is that Ganon has been controlling like this shadow Zelda that's not actually Zelda to make Hyrule just do things that are either extremely evil or just silly from, go fight in your underpants! (laughs) Yeah,
1: it it ranges from silly, nonsensical and not really hurting anybody to destroying entire civilizations like causing a giant snowstorm for the Rito.
0: Exactly! Exactly! So at the end of this once you are done at Hyrule Castle that's when Pura makes the astute observation Oh! Oh! We're missing a sage. Yeah. <laughs> there's supposed there's... to be five sages. There's one more. Well, actually, there's six, but Zelda counts as one, the Sage of Time. Yep. You've got your other four hooligan friends. So uh, nobody, I did the math early on and it was like, I think we're missing someone. Um,
1: Four is not the right number. <laughs> fucking... I can't oh. tell if Pura is a fucking genius or a fucking moron. I think she's a little calm A, a little calm B. God damn it. I love her. I fucking love her so much. I <laughs> know you do. Ugh. You and your vampire mommies. I fucking love her, man. <laughs> Even other Sheikah,
0: or not, yeah, other Sheikah from Breath of the Wild, I'm just like, oh, hi. How are, how are you doing? <laughs> All right. So finally, everyone is collectively like, oh, Six Sage. That's when you find out that Minoru, who was Raru's sister, and again, Raru was the first king of Hyrule, Um is located somewhere in the depths. You find this out, of course, because if you go to Kakariko Village and do that little side mission, they uh, first they shoot you up into the sky, (laughs) and you have to navigate this lightning storm on top of an island, and then they send you into the depths where Minru's spirit lives, and this is fucking badass, by the way, but Minru has you build a robot that you can control...
1: And is now just a part of your team. Yeah, you get a mech. You get a fucking mech. Yeah, you do. Not a very useful mech, but you get a mech. It's really not. It's it's useful for traversion in the depths, and that's about it. But its damage is just minuscule. It's booty cakes. So finally, with your team of fooligans,
0: the main, the main event is actually happening underneath Hyrule Castle. So yep. if you dive into the depths of underneath Hyrule Castle and go through, honestly, a really annoying sequence of battling things. (laughs) You go through all that. You go through this annoying uh, fucking barrage of monsters. Finally, you get to face Ganon. Now, let's talk about the Ganon fight. Okay. It was outstanding. Really? It, It wasn't... The funny thing is, it was great, but it wasn't innovative. Huh. So, if I have two complaints about breath of the wild. What do you think they are?
1: Um not very innovative bosses. True. Um and no cookbook. Yeah, no cookbook. no cookbook. I'm like this game needs a cookbook. Yeah, that is the biggest complaint.
0: I would also Ganon's fight was just so boring, like this time
1: around? No, in Breath of the Wild oh, okay. it was so boring, right? Like I thought that for all of the Shadow Ganons though. Thought so? Yeah, well because you had to use a specific power against them. And it was like really emphasizing using that power. Like one of the Phantom Ganons you had to use Cryonosis on to kill him. And right. it was just annoying as hell. So yeah, I it
0: was annoying, but I'll give it to you also generic. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom upped its fucking game. So of course, absolutely yes, it's a three-stage battle against Ganon. Number one is just you against um normal Ganondorf. Who, by the way, is sexy as fuck. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Why did they have to sexify Ganon?
1: Why did they have to give him such a poppin' booty?
0: God damn, he's got cake. Booty. Ugh. And so, first of all, normal Ganon, which is the first time ever that you see someone else other than Link use Flurry Rush. Ooh, And that had me fucked up the first time <laughs> he did that to me. I'm like, that's not fair. You can't dodge me and just murder me. Even though that's exactly what I'm about
1: to do to you. <laughs> Even though I was planning on doing it.
0: So, of course, that's phase one. Phase two is you get Demon King Ganondorf. And they pulled some bullshit Uh oh, with that, right? Because they did the thing where... He starts, his health bar starts to grow, and then it doesn't stop. (laughs) It just starts to go. You're like, is this going to go up the screen? (laughs) I'm like, holy shit, why? (laughs) I'm going to die. So in that phase of the fight, Ganon's powered up. He's doing flurry rushes a lot more effectively. (laughs) He also makes six clones of himself. Oh, fuck. All of whom you've got to kill to get to him. Oh, spoilers, by the way.
1: <laughs> this whole episode is spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> this is a goddamn review of the game. I, I don't know if How know. do you review the game without spoiling it? Spoilers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, of course, so you get past that, and then the craziest fucking thing happens. Because, of course, we know that in order for Link to get the Master Sword... We went through this excruciating
1: story. Oh, my God. It was so sad. And the reason why this game is called Tears of the Kingdom. Exactly. So what had happened was when Zelda was in the
0: past with Raru and his wife, whose name is escaping me. I want to say Delilah, but I know that's not right.
1: (laughs) No, it's... Oh, fuck. It's like Dyla or Dinah or something.
0: Raru's sister, Minoru, reveals to Zelda that if you swallow a secret stone the secret stone that Raru gave to Zelda, you will become an immortal dragon.
1: Which, what the fuck? Yes. What is in this stone that turns you into a goddamn dragon? Right. This so, is like acid or something.
0: I, I, I don't fucking know. It's just, it's just an acid. It's just a <laughs> bad acid. Take that tab trip. of
1: acid, you'll be an immortal dragon. Whoa, man. Whoa! And then her eyes go all blue and, like, wobbly.
0: Okay, but that w- animation was actually wild. <laughs> oh, my Where they my zoom God, in on Zelda's yeah. face. Yeah, it was. And her eyes go all blue. That was wild. And when she just, like, screams,
1: save them all, Link! And then dragon form.
0: So... Well, yeah, and what basically happened was the way Link got the Master Sword back was the S- Zelda from like ten thousand years ago or something. Yeah, ate her secret stone and became a light dragon with the goal of having the Master Sword shoved into her forehead so that she could, for ten thousand years, imbue the Master Sword with the energy to heal itself and beat
1: Ganon in the present. Which is a, you know, a pretty plot-tying plan there. Exactly. How did the Master Sword get on her back, though, if she was holding it to her chest?
0: I feel like it would have been more awkward to pull it from her boobs. (laughs) Link's just (laughs) like, Link's a gentleman. You (laughs) You
1: literally can't crawl upside down, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, It is what it is. So this is important because when Ganondorf... in the last phase with Ganondorf, he got a secret stone by killing Raru's wife, right? Yes. And tricking everybody.
1: He eats. That his... was the first time we saw Shadow Zelda. Exactly. He puppeted a Zelda to try to trick Raru's wife. Exactly.
0: He eats his own secret stone, becoming the Demon Dragon, mm. which was fucking badass,
1: by the way. <laughs> Not necessarily hard to beat, but badass. Yeah. Typically, the third phase of a Ganondorf fight is never too difficult because he's a giant beast all the time.
0: I remember even in Ocarina of Time, if you just, like, get really close to him, like, he can't reach you. Yeah, no, you he got, can't. Link, like,
1: come on! <laughs> Don't hit me on my side! I need time to turn! You dick!
0: So, yeah. The final fight scene is Zelda's light dragon form and Ganondorf's demon dragon form. You're fighting one another. Zelda's helping lift Link up to like get onto get the Demon King dragon's back. You slice open these eye-looking motherfuckers, <laughs> and you kill Ganondorf. Ooh. And then the final scene, not the final, final scene, but what happens next is you go into this weird magic cut scene where Link gets his arm back with Rauru and his wife standing next to him, and they turn Zelda back into Zelda.
1: Hey. She's no longer the light dragon. She's Zelda again. Which I have a little bit of a problem with because the entire fucking game, they're like, "There's no reversing this process. Once you do this, you can't go back." Ex- yes, exactly. And Yet then somehow we went back. They're just like, "Surprise! We did it through the power Surprise! of love." Surprise! We knew we could turn you back into a human all the time.
0: <laughs> It'd be funny. She turns back into a human, and Raru just turns with his wife, like. Ooh, I thought that would put her out of her misery. But this is better. This, this is better. Is better. This is
1: better. Happy accident. Happy accident. That worked.
0: All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Pack up, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ooh. And
1: but yeah, so I did want to hit a little bit more on the tears, though. Okay, let's talk about that the tears. that is how the game finishes up. And now, with the tears, um, Tears of the Kingdom, you see the light dragon crying these tears. You are tasked with finding, like, 18 of them all yeah. throughout Hyrule and they're plastered in like glyphs on the side of like mountains on the ground. You find the tier, you get a memory, much like the photography quest from Breath of the Wild. That's exactly right. And at the end of this tier quest, uh Tears of the Dragon I think is what it's called, you find out that Zelda swallowed her stone. And like you can do this before you beat any boss. And I did this really early on because my first goal in the game, uncover all of the map. Oh, I uncovered all the map. Well, you're up in the air. You see these glyphs pretty easily, so it's easy to go get them. Exactly. And upon collecting the last tier is when you find out that Zelda has turned herself into an eternal dragon. And you also find where the Master Sword is. Yep. I was a little bit pissed off at this point because like Zelda dead stares you and then fucking flies away, knowing full well that the master sword is ready to be plucked. And you're just like, come back. Well, I I need that. She doesn't have her mind. She doesn't know, but I get it. If she doesn't have her mind, then why the fuck does she fight Ganon at the end?
0: That's a fucking good point. Actually. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> I think it's just because they had personal beef. I think it's like because the dragons had beef with one another and it had
1: nothing to actually do with Link or what was going on. She has been waiting for 10,000 years. She's just bored as fuck. She wants to play with Link and be like, come get me. <laughs> and OK, so moving f- past that, you can go get the master sword as soon as you figure that out. Uh, I think you can probably get the Master Sword whenever, but the thing is, the Light Dragon is very hard to get to unless you go to the Korok Forest and do their story. That's true. Yes. Uh, the Great Duke Deku Tree. I thought this was kind of cool because you can go through this whole game and never once step foot into the Lost Woods. I know I didn't. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> no reason to go into the Lost Woods. It's just an annoying side quest.
0: It, Yeah, to find the Deku Tree.
1: Yeah, find the Great Deku Tree, reestablish them. It also sets up a nice home for the Maraka Korok guy, so you can up, yeah. up
0: your inventory. If somehow you manage to get to the end of Minoru's quest without finding the Master Sword, she just outright tells you how to find it, too.
1: Does she? She I will. Not, I was wondering that, because yes, um, this is another criticism I have. Uh, when you go find Minoru, you enter the Spirit Temple. Yeah. And... I didn't like the Spirit Temple. It was okay. I I thought it was really cool that you have a cage match with Mechs. That was cool. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. But I'm like, where's the bongo bongo fight? Where's the 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 dead hand? Yeah. Where's the creepy shit? This is the depths. You want the creepy shit? How about
0: that cluster of master hands and gloom? Oh,
1: the gloom hands. Yes. Ugh. Yes. We can talk about the gloom hands when we get into the gameplay.
0: A all right. All right. Fine. All right. So overall, though, um, story-wise, it's really funny, in my opinion, how honestly, they didn't deviate too much away from like e- if they weren't using classic Zelda storytelling mechanics Like, you know, Ganondorf and Zelda. They were repeating some stuff from Breath of the Wild. Like, you know, find the four people and then proceed. I didn't care. I still thought it was amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was similar enough to notice, but I thought it diverged enough to make it unique, you know? Yeah. I I was a little annoyed because I'm like, oh. This is like Breath of the Wild. We go to the Rito Village. We go to Gerudo City. We do their shit and make their lives better. And then we fight Ganon. And that was the formula. Right. But it was still different. Hmm. Yeah. A different enough, I'd say. Different enough. The inclusion of the sages. Um, this game really revitalized dungeons. Like Zelda dungeons.
0: I, to a point, I guess it, It's not nearly as linear The more the most dungeony dungeon That I felt was definitely uh, The Gorons Yeah Dungeon which was like deep in the depths
1: And had like a, Oh, that was annoying as fuck It fucking was I know for railcar. a fact I didn't do that right Because I didn't use a rail car once
0: Yeah, you fuck How did you not use
1: a rail car once? A lot of ascend And a lot of flying off to the side And coming back into the temple
0: Uh, The very topmost one, I was just like, fuck this. And I did eventually just climb it.
1: Yeah. No, I didn't use the rail carts once. But no, I thought it was really cool because you went to the wind temple. You went to the water temple. You went to the fire temple. Yeah. Like, that is what they were called. We haven't heard of those terms since Ocarina of Time. I think you're right. Yeah. Like, we haven't had a fire temple pretty much since Ocarina of Time. Mm. All right. So, overall, um,
0: story-wise... They didn't do anything to uh, to deviate, and that, in my opinion, is okay. They still did a stellar job. I
1: think they did deviate, though. The Zelda story arc and what happens with the time-traveling aspect was monumentous. Like, I felt something watching those scenes. Hmm. But, I mean... To be
0: fair, isn't time travel a part of Ocarina of Time?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, indirectly. It's with not... seven years in mind. Yeah, seven. Behold the year 2027. Yeah, but the thing is, like, nothing really matters between those events and what happens at the beginning of those seven years and at the end of those seven years because they're kind of the same story. Yeah. This is like two different stories coinciding because. By the time you play Breath of the Wild, Zelda has been back in time. Zelda is flying above your head in Breath of the Wild with the Master Sword. That's true. Alleging that there are two Master Swords in creation during Breath of the Wild.
0: You know what else it alleges to? The three dragons with like...
1: uh, Farosh, Dinra, and Nadra. Who were those people? Exactly. Who were they? Who were they? And when did they eat their stones? Because, uh, allegedly, the Zoni, which is Raru and Minoru, yes. came down with the stones. But, those eternal dragons were already in existence, because they talked about them back then. So, what the fuck happened? So, what the fuck happened? There is story inconsistencies they're... here.
0: No, I, maybe they're saving it. Maybe there's something genuinely
1: crazy. Maybe this is a trilogy. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Alright, story amazing. I want to knock this one out real quick because I know we can. Let's talk about the visuals. Um, It's Breath of the Wild.
1: What do you expect? No, it's running on a Switch. Yeah. Yep. It's still goddamn beautiful, Ah! though. I knocked over my beer. (laughs) Ah. Oh shit. I'm leaving that in the episode because I'm I'm opening one too.
0: Okay. (laughs) It's it's Breath of. uh, Let me tell you though, a, a quick story of why I was immediately concerned. With the visuals of the game. When I got out of the tutorial, I stopped talking to Pura. The first thing I did was I just felt like heading south. And the first... One of the very first things in the game that I saw get rendered... Do you remember that giant flag that's yeah. on a stick that's going at like 8 FPS? hmm And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> Frame rate!" I was like, oh because that was my first exposure to that in the game and it happened within like 2 hours so I'm like shit ooh
1: I didn't see any frame rate drops for the first 2 hours so
0: that well that's what's interesting is after that instance it happened a couple more times but like not not nothing too bad I I just got really unlucky when I saw that flag when that was one of the first things I saw um look
1: I did notice a frame rate problem um, yeah late game when you're squatted up when you've got all five shadow sages behind you which by the way back to the sages once you help the sages they essentially copy themselves so you can use their powers whenever and you can summon them and de-summon them at will yes so by the end of the game you got five badasses running behind you causes a lot of frame problems I mean
0: I guess that does make sense um but look, I, I can't introduce any new information about this topic. We know that the Switch is underpowered. Mm-hmm. We knew that there was more than likely going to be some framerate issues in Tears of the Kingdom because they existed in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of the flack I can put on the game as I can on just an underpowered console that it's being ran on.
1: Yeah, you can't really fault the game for working with the specs that the console supports i could i would
0: be able to blame the game if i felt like it was an optimization issue it's like not, legends though. arceus
1: yeah like legends arceus that was a hundred percent an optimization issue i don't think that's the case here
0: i don't either i just think it's just literally the switch is doing everything it can
1: it, it's it's trying its best man <laughs> I have a heart it's, attack i'm tired boss <laughs> 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 that's literally what it is though <laughs> I do want to say I will 100% forgive the frame rate issues because you can exploit them. If you bug out your frame rate enough, you can trigger a blood moon whenever the fuck you want. Because oh, good point. that is that is the game's means of, you know, re, resituating, rebooting everything because it's like, "Oh shit, we're going to crash." Blood moon cut scene. Okay, <laughs> we can reset.
0: And the other thing I will say that like the, visually like being the same as Breath of the Wild is not necessarily a bad thing because Breath of the Wild was amazing.
1: And it has a very artistic art style to it.
0: But let me tell you, when you're up in the sky and you can look for miles. Oh, at that horizon, man. Yes, it's beautiful. It, it, it really fucking is. They still did a they still
1: did a damn good job. I, I still have a big question left from Breath of the Wild is what the fuck is beyond Hyrule? We can see it. Yeah, yeah what the what fuck? Is what beyond what is beyond Hyrule? What is that? I wanna leave Hyrule and see what else is out there.
0: Fucking assholes. <laughs> Not letting me leave my home. <laughs> spread my wings. And wanna go home. So visually I don't have a lot to say, but I don't think that's a bad thing. It looks fantastic. The depths, the visuals, and the ambiance of the depths are fucking
1: terrifying. Yes, they absolutely are. It is It is creepy. You know what? We we need to hit on the depths in the Sky Islands a little bit. So let's start off with the depths. Actually, I want to start with the depths. Well, I want to start off by saying how fucking crazy is it that we get a massive Hyrule. Like, we get the map that we had in Breath of the Wild, which was already massive. And what does Nintendo decide to do? Make two other maps. Yep. And they're... They are so wide and explorable. I mean, the Sky Islands are a little bit disappointing because they're very far and in between. The depths though. But the depths... It's a whole nother high rule. It is the yep. size of Hyrule. Literally, because it's just down below. Yeah, and you would think that there's nothing down there. Because it, like yeah. it's just empty space. Is, but no. That's is, where all the, yeah. the the named shit is. That's where you get all of the named equipment. Exactly.
0: Is there anything worse than when you first jump into a hole and you get that music that lets you know
1: you're about to... Yeah, you're just like, oh fuck, what did I step into? Dude, I didn't touch the depths for the longest time. I had done the Rito, the Zora, and the Goron. Before I went into the depths Well what's funny is I thought the holes were like traps So did I I was like I'm gonna fucking die down there So I'm gonna avoid the shit out of that Exactly Until someone was like Oh we sent a
0: survey team down there You gotta go find them
1: And you're like wait You can go down that hole?
0: Yeah, I didn't fucking know that until like I was easily 15 hours in the game before I figured that out.
1: You found the depths a lot sooner than me because at the point I found the depths, I was like, oh my God, what was I missing this whole fucking game? I found the depths and the
0: depths won.
1: (laughs) The depths did win. So the idea behind the depths
0: is it's this place full of the gloom, right? Now, immediately what terrifies you about the gloom is that it doesn't take away, like,
1: hit points from your hearts. It takes away your hearts. Yeah, it, like, it reduces your maximum hearts that you can hold.
0: Now, of course... Temporarily. Temporarily. Now, whenever you're in the depths, you have a couple of goals. Number one, you always want to look for this orange, like, seed thing, which kind of acts as a checkpoint, but also a transfer pad for you to go anywhere you want in the depths.
1: Yeah, you can immediately teleport there and it illuminates the surrounding area, so it's not just fucking pitch black. Like, Because right. I was picking up bright bloom seeds, and I had like 400 fucking bright bloom seeds, and I'm like, there's no way this game is going to get so dark that I need to use these things. Oh, it, then you go it in the do. depths. do. Then you go in the depths, and there is zero light.
0: <laughs> you know what's really funny is when I was on the surface, too, I found that statue next to Pura that's like, I need pose. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I know what to do. I'll go out n- at night and look for
1: them out in Hyrule. <laughs> And I was like, where the fuck are all the poses?" Yeah, you're looking for these ghosts holding lanterns just laughing at you. That's what I genuinely thought I was looking for.
0: But nope, they're nope. in the depths. Nope, they're just little blue flames. So you're navigating around in the pure darkness, unless you've got these seeds on you, looking for these orange check marks. And they also
1: restore any hearts you lost to the gloom. Yes, because that is, that is the notable factor with the gloom, is it will reduce your maximum hearts until you step into sunlight. Or sunlight equivalent.
0: Exactly. But of course, there's a lot of secrets about the depths. For example... Boy, the floating Coliseum. The floating Coliseum, right? Where you fight five Lynels in a row of ascending difficulty yeah. until you get to a fucking Lynel that literally you can't find anywhere else except in that Coliseum. yeah. It's so hard, but your reward, if you manage to beat it, is Majora's Mask. Yes,
1: and that is similar across like most of the costumes and weapons. Um, I am curious to see how many legendary weapons you found, but uh, that is not the only thing in the depths. I no. want to hit a little bit on the bosses. Yeah, of course, because you can find gloom versions of each and every single boss yep, in the depths. All four bosses. And I think that's awesome. We also see a resurgence or uh, a recreation of past bosses. We see uh, Mulduga, I think is its name, fra- originally from Death Mountain in Ocarina of Time.
0: Aren't the Maldugas the things in...
1: Uh... No, not not Mulduga. Malduga is the fish thing in the Goron Desert. It's yes. like Mordega. Okay. Mordega the fire dragon from Death Mountain
0: yeah what the fuck
1: which in like Ocarina of Time you use the Megaton Hammer and play whack-a-mole with it I remember that guy it's back guess who else we see we see Goma oh Goma Goma the first boss from Ocarina of Time yep makes an appearance as the Goron's boss as Marbled Goma oh my god you can find all these bosses in the depths and i fucking love it because you know you want to fight these bosses again what if you don't take the picture for the harp hyrule carpendium
0: it didn't even occur to me to fit to complete the photo album dude i am filling that pokédex
1: <laughs> i will not buy didn't even occur to a me. single entry i will snapshot all of the pokédex
0: Oh yeah, because Robbie uh, gives you an option to just buy them at one point. Doesn't yeah,
1: yeah, he? and he and he like chews your ass out. He's like, "What? You thought they'd be free? I worked hard for these pictures." I'm like, "Well, fine. Then I'm gonna work hard for these Fuck pictures." Fuck you, Robbie.
0: Fuck you, Robbie. All right. So yeah, depths are very, very frightening. One Thunderbolts more thing of in lightning. The What about the depths?
1: The Yaga clan, man. Oh, of course. The Yiga. Yiga Yiga clan. Not the Yaga. The Yiga clan. How could you forget the Yiga clan and Master Koga? I can't forget Master Koga, baby. He's been sitting on his ass since Breath of the Wild when you kick his ass to the depths. Mm -hmm. Did I not tell you all that time ago when we were speculating on Tears of the Kingdom? I'm like, I bet a big portion of this game is going to take place underground because of that Koga fight. Fucking Koga. You were right. I was right. You were right. Koga's been sitting in the depths learning out how to build weird contraptions.
0: Which is a weird direction for a villain. But of course, he's like, he's like a weird, like, uh, funny villain that doesn't, not serious. Yeah, he's
1: that weird dad bod that, like, you don't take seriously. He's there for comic relief. When you beat him, you know, it's Team Rocket's blasting off again. Yeah, basically,
0: basically. And that, so the depths, despite the fact that they are scary, really add so much to the game. If you feel like you're not getting your exploration kick on the surface, then you have this huge challenge ahead of you when you go into the depths oh. of trying to fucking figure out where you're going.
1: And it's so fun because there is, is you have to navigate through the map and like there are like black rock formations and you're like, oh, that's just a gap I could fly over. No. You gotta remember, you're underground. That is a stone column, like, mm-hmm. platform holding up Hyrule. Exactly. So you gotta find a way around it, not above or under it. What about the froxes? When was the first time you encountered a frox? Uh, pretty early on in the depths. Like, I just dropped down a depth hole and found one immediately. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Big-ass frog! <laughs> I I immediately saw it as a Dongo fight, though. Yeah. Because, like... It, first thing it does is try to suck you up into it give you like, the big suck bomb <laughs> eat that bomb it uh, gave me the big suck i'll it, tell you what that's right you snapchat like me zach and peaches and you're just like i found a frog.s gave me the big it suck. gave me the big suck not happy <laughs> sad <laughs> with link
0: like doing a selfie
1: <laughs> hey oh god
0: oh big suck all right so Hyrule the land is about the same the depths are super exciting and add a lot to the game let's talk about the sky yeah um
1: really fun but very limited underwhelming I'd say think so it was it was mainly just for platforming puzzles you know like there's about 35 shrines up there and if you want any zonai equipment That's where you get it, because they got the weird bubble dispensable machines. Yes, Um, But other than that, I just found it really tedious to try to figure out how to get to platform to platform. Yeah, it's true. And there really weren't that many islands.
0: There's only two things that are super worthwhile about the sky, in my opinion. Uh, Number one is obviously more shrines. There's probably about 20 to 30 shrines that are just in the sky. Yep. And, of course, the Sage's Wills.
1: Yes, the Sage's Wills. I did forget about that, but those are pretty good.
0: Yep. So there's 20 Sage's Wills total that you can only collect in the sky. And once you collect four of them, you can offer them to one of those statues, and they will upgrade the abilities
1: of one of your party members. Yep. Um, And, I mean, it's not like a big upgrade. And I was disappointed to see that it wasn't a cooldown upgrade. Yeah, me too. I because like with Tulan especially, he is very unnecessary for any combat whatsoever. He is a traversion buddy. Yeah, truly. He needed a different. He needed a better cooldown when you got him for Sage Wills.
0: And you know what's really funny about Tulan? I want to specifically talk about his ability because. I don't think any of the ability, uh, the abilities that any of the Sage Shadows offer
1: you are that helpful. Uh, I, I would say the Goron, because once you're in the depths trying to mine resources... Uh, that, okay, you got me there. He breaks any any durability of rock with one hit.
0: But with Tool and the other Rito are literally hyping him up. They're like, oh my god, Rito's got this amazing ability. You're going to love it. And it's just <laughs> pushing
1: you forward five feet with some air. Yeah, like, instead of... hey. Instead of his dad's ability of uh, pushing you into the air, he just pushes you forward. It's very it's, underwhelming. Yeah, it's very underwhelming. Really useful for traversion, like I said. Not but really useful. I'd say somewhat useful. Somewhat useful. Yes, the inclusion of the Zonite devices does make traversion a hell of a lot easier. Mm. All right. So
0: we've talked about story. We've talked we are about at about an hour. Yeah, I know. We've talked about the graphics in the landscape. So let's talk about characters real quick. Now, And I don't think we'll need to hit on this too long Because the characters I disagree Who the fuck is Sidon's girlfriend? I thought Sidon and I No, you shut up You shut the fuck up You shut the fuck up I thought Sidon and I had something going And I go to fucking find him With the other fish assholes And this green bitch shows up And is like, oh, I'm Sidon's fiance I'm like, not if I kill you, you won't be What the fuck? He's mine. He oh is my fish husband. Mine.
1: <laughs> Sidon was such Siden's a pretty boy in this game got too. Me fucked up. Like he's all <laughs> in, adored with like all these medals and the oh, shiny shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got the robes. I'm like, dude, mm. what happened? And the <laughs>
0: smile. And he got engaged. This fucking twat.
1: <laughs> he is living it up as a prince. I'm gonna fucking kill him.
0: <laughs> okay. Seriously though, so uh, like I said, something I really liked is that each of the like four main people we met in Breath of the wild now have this like super big role in Tears of the Kingdom other than just being kind of like, this is my key- this is my city and I'll help you because I'm me.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's really cool because each of these sages that you find. Uh, have a little experience with the past sage of the imprisoning war. Exactly, yeah. where they explain, "Hey, pull your shit together because you got to fight Ganon with Link, and now your life is servitude to that guy."
0: And I really like what is the uh, what is the Goron's name? Yanabo or something? Yonabo.
1: Yeah, Yoda I love bones. him. because
0: I don't want to do that, Goro. And he's like, too bad, <laughs> Chubby. You're getting out there. <laughs> he's like, I don't
1: want to go over I there. Go. I don't want fucking to Fucking go. Damn it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're going. He's <laughs> like you're such a coward. That fat butt into the car. <laughs> yeah. it's so goddamn funny. He, he does agree, though. He's like, for my ancestors. And because you told me to.
1: <laughs> because you told me to. Because you told me to. You broke the mask and I'm all scared of
0: you now. I <laughs> just fucking... So, but I mean, like, genuinely, it's a good, it's a good cast of characters. Like, you know, Tulin just being that young, optimistic, fun. Uh, Riju just being your badass female. And then uh, fucking Yanabo.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yanabo being the fucking Scooby-Doo character. Guys, wait
0: up. (laughs) Zoinks.
1: (laughs) And then Sidon. And then, of course, you have Minoru. You got Minoru, who's really cool, but really just kind of the bearer of bad news the whole the whole game. Yeah, I like Minoru, but she, nothing great happens when she's around. No, she's just like, hey, don't eat that stone. You're going to regret it. What did it. I just say, man? <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to do that. Okay, I guess it is our only hope. You're lucky my brother's dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, And then you've got, like, of course, the characters at, like, the first lookout you see, the Sheikah, like uh, Pura, who, again,
1: mommy. (laughs) (laughs) You got uh, Robbie, um, oh, uh, what was her name? Um, Zelda's protector from Ocarina of Time. She's the old lady. Oh, Impa! Impa, yes, fucking Impa! How could I forget who Impa was? I don't know how you could forget that. She's a very integral she, part of most she, Zelda Impa games. Impa has been in like every
0: single Zelda game. So, I mean, honestly, but bes- those characters are kind of one note, though. You yeah. know, like they're they're there for exposition, not to really. And they're help.
1: the they're the exact same characters from the first game.
0: I mean, I still love Pearl with all my fucking... <laughs> I know you do.
1: I know Help you me. Do. F- help me, Zarr. Help me. There is no help for you. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: Back to therapy.
1: <laughs> oh, man. No. Not
0: again. Um, and then uh, everybody else you meet is just kind of an ancillary, like, NPC. Yeah. I need help. I need 12 raspberries or my daughter will die. Can you help me, stranger with sword? Give me 10 golden apples for no fucking reason. It's literally most fetch quests in the game. Hey, you look a lot like that famous swordsman. am like, yeah, funny how that works.
1: Well, it's really funny because so many people in this game mention that. They're like, you look like that famous swordsman. Huh? Must be a coincidence. And you've got a sword. That's a that's a crazy, coincidence. crazy coincidence. Thanks for helping me, bro. No, but
0: that guy doesn't have a weird arm. looks <laughs> I mean, just like, oh, I miss my old arm. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, other than that, you get to briefly talk to each of the original sages. Yeah. But none of them get any glory.
1: No, no. It's just Zelda talking to them being like, hey, in 10,000 years in the future, you got to help this guy with exactly. a sword. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk
0: about Zelda for a second. In Breath of the Wild, I found Zelda to be an extraordinarily whiny, annoying person. And I understand why she's integral. The game's named after her. But. (laughs) It's not the legend of Lonk. (laughs) Lonk. Nonetheless, um, in Tears of the Kingdom, obviously you don't see a ton of her until you go to the memories.
1: I disagree. I saw her the whole fucking game. That
0: wasn't her, you dumbass. That was Ganondorf. I
1: know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know. It wasn't her. Yeah, close enough. But no, like, you see her throughout the whole game, whereas in Breath of the Wild, Zelda's just frozen in a crystal. You see her at the end. That's true. The beginning and the end. But in this, no, it's not Zelda per se, but Zelda is a main contributor throughout the whole game and even in the tier memories. That's true. So <laughs> I have a picture uh, in that in that quest where you're supposed to go to Hyrule Castle, um, and you see Zelda like seven times, and every time you see her, she poofs, and then a bunch of monsters attack you. You're like, "Damn it!" I, I stood in the hallway and like crept up to her right before the spawn distance, and like zoomed in, and it was like, "Click!" I got you now, I got bitch. A, I got a picture of you, and it's hanging up in my house now. Mm. <laughs>
0: And then, of course, well, actually, I want to stick on Zelda for a second. With as much respect as I can muster, her voice actress, did you feel like she
1: was a little iffy? She she laid it on a little thick, I thought.
0: Like, Like, I know that it's not technically Zelda, but you know when the blood moon rises and she's like...
1: When, when the, the blood moon rises, rises <laughs> across the land. Monsters. I'm like, this is really bad. Yeah. This no, is pretty bad. This is, this is, you just got handed a script and you didn't know what to do with it. it,
0: it I was just like, so yeah, some give of me the, the
1: ick. Some of Zelda's lines were
0: not on point. But of course, like, we haven't even mentioned that there's a lot of, like, actual dialogue and voice acting in this game. Much like Breath of the Wild. And I'll tell you when it really pays off. When they get to Ganondorf. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think part of what made this Ganon so amazing was the fact that he had a voice... Yeah, his voice was
1: really gruff was, and badass. Yeah,
0: exactly like, what you would imagine he'd lo- sound like. It
1: instilled gloom and malice. Exactly. I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. You did so good. You did I so mean, good. The only other representation that like fits Ganondorf to a T is his laugh in Ocarina of Time. When he just goes like that. That's the only time you're just like, yes, that is Ganondorf. Yeah. So, yeah, there's your characters. Yeah, that's... another great. Oh,
0: and then, of course, there's R- Raru, and it's Sonia. That's his wife's name, right?
1: Sonya. Oh, my God. Yeah. How did we forget Sonya? Because she was pretty forgettable. She, yeah. Well, she didn't last very long. Like, she was in... That's her fault. 40. <laughs> Kinda, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Rauru, I mean, he's kind of just your one note. Like, he's, I'm a good guy and I will help you through story.
1: Well, he is just the exact mirror image of uh, King Roran, Zelda's dad. Yeah. Like Rauru's purpose was King Roran, Zelda's dad from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. All the way from the beginning platform. Like he was the one guiding it. And at the end of that, he's like, I've done all I can for you. Now it's up for to you. You know one Which was like yeah. directly taken from Breath of the Wild.
0: You know one thing I was really betting on that actually did not happen? Hmm. I thought this was the first time we were gonna hear Link say like a real word. Oh, okay. I thought like in that ending where Zelda was like falling from the sky, because that's what happens is she gets tur- she's not a dragon anymore. And Link and her just falling. I thought Link was going to yell Zelda or something in his voice. And I was like... Well, because we know Link can talk. He has just taken a He just doesn't silence. want to.
1: Yeah, he just doesn't want to.
0: Yeah, which I, I respect, but eh, fucking Link.
1: <laughs> Should we hit on the gameplay? Because I want to talk about how this game plays. That is where we are going next with
0: the gameplay. Now, I don't even know where to fucking get started on this. Let's just talk about Link's normal controls first, um, and then we'll get into the Zonai devices, because I know that's what you really want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about all of it.
1: I thought Link was a little clunky.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I did, too. I don't know why I sounded so surprised. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to
1: say, I mean, didn't you try to, like, turn or, like, move just a little bit to an edge so you could, like use the the ultra hand or something and all of a sudden link just fucking jumps off a cliff
0: it was something okay so here is what made the control so clunky so number one the jump button was not in the right spot
1: no i switched that from the beginning you can switch that from x to b
0: but even if you do that you still have to press x to sprint and then beat a jump.
1: What is that? Why would you put your sprint button opposite of your jump button? Because sprint jumping is essential. Just use L3 like everyone else. Oh my God. I am so glad you, you had a problem with that too because as soon as I started the game, I'm like, why the fuck is the sprint button complete opposite of the jump button? It was awful. Stupid.
0: That was my biggest complaint. Um, although I've got one that's a really close second. Why the fuck did they make each shadow character's ability the A
1: button? Oh my god, it's so fucking annoying because you're in the depths. Why you find a whole pool of pose all of a sudden, all of your abilities are going off at the same time. Yeah,
0: Tulin's getting ready to shoot some wind so you can fly forward eight feet.
1: Or you the, just kill a badass lionel and you're going to pick up oh its silver God. lionel horn. Have you done that? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Tulin activates Whoa, his guts. away. And it goes flying off the Meow. mountain and despawns.
0: I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to cook you. I don't know. I'm going
1: to make a turkey dinner. Like, God uh, damn it, uh, it's going to be delicious. It is going to be satisfying. So, I don't know what button they could have put it under, but A was not the right choice. Well, that's actually
0: one of my biggest complaints about the game is truly the abilities of the Shadow Elders. So, number one. Honestly, I didn't find any of their abilities that useful. No, none of them
1: were. Univo, or however you pronounce his name, maybe. Because of mining. But, like, their purpose is for combat. And he's useful to mine resources? Exactly. Um, Tulin is completely useless on the ground. No, his, his ability doesn't affect enemies at all.
0: And when you're in the air, he'll shoot you forward, like, five feet.
1: Yeah. Which is awesome. And then, uh, what was the Gerudo's name? Reju. Reju. Reju's is probably the most useful, but with how long it takes to charge. And, like, you have to go find her because she's, like, running around fighting enemies, too. I know, right? And like... So, like, when you want to use the A button to use their abilities, they're never around you.
0: What I liked about Breath of the Wild is each of the abilities you got From the four people you visit had, number one, different ways to be activated that make sense, right? And didn't get in the way of, like, just playing
1: the fucking game. But they were also useful. Yeah, I thought they were incredibly useful. Like, the Goron's ability in Breath of the Wild is if you use your shield, you get, like, three indefinite blocks like you yeah. are invulnerable for those three blocks until he recharges
0: you had one just get out of jail free card from Mifa when you yeah. die like that was great
1: oh my god an extra life from Mifa was amazing
0: Ravali gave you like traversal capabilities by shooting you up which yeah. he shot you up like really far in the air so it was useful yeah
1: I mean you just you don't want to go forward a little bit that's just monotonous so I I I 100% agree with you. The champion's abilities this time around were Garbo. I told, I'm i
0: so glad somebody else... I've brought this up in a couple of other conversations I've had about the game. And it's not that they immediately disagreed, but it, they dismissed it right away for like the rest of the gameplay. And I'm like, I, I genuinely think they could have done
1: such a better fucking job. They could have, but I will say it did not take away too much from the experience. I just... not 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 entirely no i just i missed the powers from the first game is all that's true but like ultimately i did everything myself like i i still progressed through the game i still got all the resources i needed yeah and i fucked around with the sages a little bit all right
0: so before we get to the zonai devices i want to talk about one more thing um, let's talk about the powers Yes This has been a very controversial opinion That I have had Okay I think they're I think they're a little gimmicky Really? I think Like I don't think they're
1: super gimmicky I I think they're fun Do I, you remember Cryonosis? Yeah I do The power to make a ice block come up from water you got me there and you say these powers are gimmicky
0: a little bit really i I mean the ability to like just fly through the
1: ceiling well you know the backstory on that right what's the backstory the developers originally had that as a debug so that they could get around the map but then i think it was miyoto Whoever the director of Zelda saw the developers playing and like played a little bit himself, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna take this feature out." And he's like, "No, no, 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 keep it in. Cheating can be fun. That's fair." And that's what it was. It was a, a developer tool that got put in the hands of players.
0: So here, my final my thoughts are that I don't think it's not that I don't think they're fun because they are, but they definitely feel like. B-tier abilities to me.
1: Also, I want to say that Miyoto is not the guy who directs Zelda, because I think Miyoto is is Mario. Just correcting myself there. <laughs> in case people, Miyamoto. Come in, people Miyamoto. in case people show up at your house tonight. <laughs> it's Miyamoto, and Miyamoto's Mario.
0: Okay, so... That uh, the abilities though, like I'll give when they're being utilized in a shrine. The shrines were still fun. Yeah, like I saw, like I could see it, but in my they just felt super B tier to me.
1: I don't know. I thought Breath of the Wild's powers were B tier because so Ultra Hand you can pretty much do anything. Fuse is absolutely essential to the game because all of your weapons are broken from the get go. Yeah. We didn't we didn't talk about this, but when Ganondorf hit your sword with the gloom, he also sent gloom around to the rest of the world. And now every single weapon on the face of Hyrule is decayed and useless. That's true. And so the fuse is is meant to make your weapon stronger so all of the enemies now have like horns yeah. that they didn't have in Breath of the Wild and you fuse those horns to your weapon and all of a sudden your weapon is good again it's true and so that power was really all right, cool fine you got me at fuse that was cool time recall was taken from Breath of the Wild like we had <sighs> that power didn't we
0: yeah I was not terribly in- impressed with the recall ability um, and I found it more annoying than anything yeah Fuse, I agree. Fuse was interesting. Did you know that you can fuse stuff to the Master Sword, by the way? Yeah, I have a diamond fuse to my Master Sword. I did that by accident, and it starts glowing with these green letters. With the I'm green like, symbols, Oh yeah. my
1: god, this is dope! And then when you hit an enemy with the Master Sword, um, whatever material you fuse to it all of a sudden shows for the damage step, and then disappears back into the Master Sword. So cool. So cool. So many subtle little things with the Master Sword. And then
0: of course you've got the auto build ability. Mm-hmm. You've got okay, well you got camera for your <laughs> compendium.
1: Camera and auto build are not those are side quests. You have to do a side dungeon to get the auto build ability. That's right. Which I thought was really cool because that is very in tune with Zelda games. Like think of a Link or uh I think it's a Link to the Past um with the Color Dungeon. Yeah. Um no, Links Awakening, that's what it was. Links Awakening with the color dungeon to get a different colored outfit or Ocarina of Time with the the bottom of the well, I think, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, so you have that extra dungeon to give you a really cool ability. Know that ability, the auto build ability is not essential to finish the game, but god damn does it make the game go a lot smoother if you have it. That's true. All right, I just wanted to mention that. Let's get on to the
0: part everyone wants to hear us talk about. The dick no, creations? The... the dick creations? <laughs> the dick creation. Because that's the all the fucking... community's building. Oh my God. The Zoni devices. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think I'd like them at first.
1: I was like, building mechanics, Fortnite gave me a very bad taste when it Same. comes to building mechanics. Same. And I was just like, this is Zelda Fortnite. I don't appreciate this.
0: What they did though that's amazing is they still gave you autonomy where there's tons of puzzles that should and can be solved by Zoni devices. But that's not the only way to solve the puzzle. Nope. Zoni devices are there to continue your enjoyment of being able to do
1: basically whatever the fuck you want. It's so true. And this is where the absolute amazingness comes in for this game because there are so many aspects of realism here yes like i was telling you off the mics before i saw this tweet um like from the zelda developers and it was right after all these zonite devices came out and people started using springs as shock absorbers yeah for their giant wheels and the developers came out with the tweet and they're like wow good job community we didn't know that that could be a thing in our game.
0: That's how you know you did a good job,
1: is when people can do shit that you didn't even think they could do. Yeah, this game, the gameplay behind it is so realistic that physics matter. And the developers didn't even plan for all of these physics. Yeah, exactly.
0: So overall, Zonai devices are, of course... Um, Different, like, machines and things that the Zonai created to be used in the sky. And Raru and Minoru are Zonai. Zonai. Yes. You can get Zonai devices either by destroying the constructs and getting them that way. Mm -hmm. They're sometimes going to be in chests. But, of course, my favorite is the slot machines. Yeah. That you'll find
1: all along Hyrule and in the depths. They're like... And in the sky. They're like those little quarter machines outside of supermarkets that exactly. have stickers
0: inside of them. Exactly, and they give you a random assortment of Zoni devices. Now, Zoni devices can be fused to each other or to different things that you find in the normal world. So what people really like to do, for example, is like, let's say you want to build a boat. You'll get a normal piece of wood that you just kind of find lying around. But then with Zoni devices, you've got like a steering stick, mm-hmm. you've got a fan, you
1: can make a boat and it's that simple you can do even one better and make a fishing boat by sticking an electric rod to the front of it hitting the water because then every fish in front of you dies and you just pick up a plethora of fish there's
0: devices there's like floating stage devices you make a hot air balloon you can make a hot air balloon there's weapons of course like a fire emitter an electricity emitter um, there's rockets you can attach to your shield so you can fly in the air. All I do. That is how I get around Hyrule.
1: It's rocket eight. shield.
0: See, I still have Rivoli.
1: <laughs> I got
0: Rivali mm. in my pocket. He's just a rocket. Exactly. There's fans. There's there's and then they get really creative. Like there's devices that like will stand and like make sure that whatever item you've got attached to it won't ever fall. The stabilizer. It's basically a weeble
1: wobble. Weeble (laughs) Weeble wobbles, but they don't fall over.
0: Exactly. And then there's I'm gonna be honest, there's a lot of shit that you also will never use, but Yeah,
1: but then there's things like the construct head, which is a homing device. And then you can stick a cannon on that construct head, and all of a sudden you got a robot that's rolling into the battlefield with you. That's true.
0: And it's funny, because the robot, you can attach two devices to the hands and one to the back. I just do cannons all day.
1: Oh, yeah. So Cannons and beam emitters, because beam emitters do the most damage to enemies. Yep. But they don't break rocks, oddly enough. That is odd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I sat there for 30 minutes, like, holding my beam emitter on a rock that I was trying to break, and it was just tink. (laughs) Ding, ding. <laughs> I'm like, this is solid light. Come on this now. A, this is like a drill, damn it. So
0: the uh, the intention with the Zonai devices where they could be fused to each other or other devices to make traversal better or to make your weapons better or to make
1: whatever you want better. But what has the community been doing? Making big dicks. <laughs> it's always penises. It's always penis. Day 1 of this game's release and there was TikTok after TikTok of giant penis effigies. I,
0: I <laughs>
1: Thanks community.
0: I'm just like I'm not uh, I'm shocked. Shocked. Well, well, not that shocked. Not that <laughs> shocked. Not that shocked. N- <laughs> I I'm not surprised it happened. What I'm surprised about is how fast it happened. It was
1: widespread like a fucking virus there were
0: just zonite
1: penises everywhere <laughs>
0: like they like people would construct big dude like wood-looking people with like their eyes are like beam emitters they oh and it was, it was fire so in their
1: nipples yeah it, it was just like <laughs> a boarded plank two logs for arms two logs for legs giant four-piece log for penis
0: nice penis hey bro nice cock nice big dick energy and of course that's shooting a beam or fire electricity or fire
1: electricity or they're using it to hold up one of the president's signs
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i i get it it, it was so much fun, but I think it goes to show you can do fucking anything with these devices. And in a game like Breath or Tears of the Kingdom that's already about the freedom of being able to tackle puzzles that you want to tackle in your own way or just doing things
1: the way you want to do them, it just adds this new layer it does. to that. It does. I don't think I have solved one single goddamn puzzle the way Nintendo has intended. I totally agree. I have thought outside the box. I have been like, what's the jankiest way I can solve this puzzle? I love it. I love the simple ones,
0: too, where it's like, okay, there's a rail that's connecting this island to that island. Right here on the ground, I've got a hook and a piece of wood that says connect hook here. What should I do? <laughs> I'm going to connect bombs to my shield. <laughs> <laughs> Land on the bombs and go to the next island. Dude, that's a good you can truly
1: fucking do. You can absolutely fucking bomb jump. You can't. You couldn't bomb jump since Ocarina of Time. Hi, I'm Link and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> doo, 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 doo. Oh my God. Listeners, somebody make that YouTube video. Flip that. A Tears of the Kingdom Jackass series. Fucking amazing. Oh my God. that would That would make my day. So no, you're absolutely right. The freedom is insane. This game, whatever you want to do, if you can think it, you can do it in this game. And for all of the open world games that we've seen before, we thought if you could think it, you could do it. That was not the case until we saw tears, of the kingdom.
0: There's one more mechanic I wanted to briefly touch on. Um, I love that monster parts can be used, or not just monster parts, but literally anything can be used for more than just its intended purpose. Apple sword. You can make apple sword. (laughs) (laughs) Literally anything you pick up from food to like monster bits to Zonai whatevers can be connected to your shield or your sword or your spear or whatever, and be used as part of a weapon. And is it silly? Extraordinarily. But Uh, uh, Like Breath of the Wild, like just being able to sell some of this shit or like going to Bolton and Colton or whatever their fucking (laughs) names are to sell the monster bits like it was fucking uh, like there wasn't much to do with them. And at least now they've got
1: something else you could potentially use them for. See, I, I do have a little bit of gripe with that because they made every material so fucking useful in this game. How do you get money? You can't can't sell anything because virtually every single material is used for the Great Fairy. Or you need it for your weapon. That's true. Or like to make food because they corrected your biggest gripe from Breath of the Wild. They have a cookbook. Got a cookbook. And you can pull the resources immediately by searching your cookbook. Yeah. It's so it's, it's awesome, but I'm just like, how the fuck do you make money? Which is where the dupes come in. And as a little bonus for all you listeners out there, if you accidentally updated your game to 1.1.2, I do have another super special dupe for you. Oh, Jesus Christ, what have you got? Ooh, this is easier than shield duping. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so you know Tobias is hollow. Yes. The like Right before you get into the spirit temple, mm-hmm. after you do that quest, you can go to Tobias's Hollow, and it is not like a depth drop. You walk into the depth, okay, and so eventually you hit that that uh, you know dividing mark that is like you are on the surface. Now you are on the depth. If you stand on the depth and shoot multiple arrows into the surface. They hang in the air without destroying the material. Once you run up to them, all of the arrows drop and give you the materials that are attached. So if you have a bow that is shooting times five, you shoot one diamond, you get a gain of four.
0: Interesting.
1: Go to Tobias's Hollow and shoot a multiple arrow bow into
0: the surface. Now, aren't the only way to get multiple arrow bows is by battling a Lionel? Yep,
1: you have to fight Lynels. Or you can get the Korok bow uh, or the Forest Dweller bow, which shoots three. Or you can try duplex bows, but I haven't had a lot of luck with duplex bows because duplex bows shoot one, two, and they're in a straight line. Oh, I see, I see. All right. Yeah, so you can still dupe in 1.1.2.
0: There's always going to be a way. If they patch one way, there's just going to be another.
1: We're going to find another way. You best believe we'll find another way to dupe because honestly, I don't think this game can be played to completion without duping.
0: Czar, we've got two questions left on the table. Uh, Number one, just final thoughts. And then number two, do you think this game is better than Breath of the Wild? Let's start with final thoughts, and I want you to go first.
1: Okay, my final thoughts... We are not going to see a game of this caliber for a long time. I know I pref- prefaced that at the beginning of this episode, but it's true. It's it's so this true. game. It's unfathomable. It is hard to describe just the level of enjoyment I've had, and like I messaged. You, Zach, and Peaches on, on Snapchat right after I beat the Rito boss of Collegra. I said that was the most fun I have had in a Zelda dungeon slash boss ever. Yeah. Like, probably since Wind Waker. Oh, I love Wind Waker. Wind no, Waker's no. boss pull was, Wind Waker into this. Are you kidding me? You have to pull Wind Waker into this because this is part of the series. You can even find the Wind Waker tunic. I know you can. I have all the... uh, That is my my next question. I I do want to ask you that before we wrap out of here. But, no, just as a final thought, if you haven't experienced this game, you need to experience this game because this will literally be the best game you will play all fucking decade. And that is a czar guarantee. Ooh, we got a czar guarantee. (laughs) Right here. Stamp it.
0: I... I can't echo what you said more.
1: Um, yeah, I've got some things to complain about. Um, all of them are justified, though. Because, like, all of... Like, the frame rate. Yeah. It triggers a blood moon if you need it to.
0: I. It's not even stuff like that. For me, it's just, like, the abilities that you get from the Shadow Sages. To me, they got in the way more than they helped. Um, and that's, like, my biggest... That's honestly my biggest gripe with the game. But, I mean, otherwise... I, I was almost a little afraid of how much I was enjoying this game. It's, Dude, like,
1: it's a fucking problem. It's like cocaine. It's like what? That is exactly like what cocaine. I said to my buddy the other day. <laughs> the guy I golf with, the Wii golf guy. Yeah. I told he was asking me what I was playing. He asked me if I wanted to play some Xbox. I'm like, no, man. I can't quit Hyrule. It's a fucking problem. It is like a crack addiction. Mm-hmm. This like game cocaine. is addicting. It's a and.
0: You know, it's just like, I don't know if you ever feel this way or if it's just me, but sometimes I feel like games get released so frequently nowadays that we don't always enjoy the games we play. Sometimes we just play games with the intention of having fun, but more so it's to get through the game to get to the next game. Mm -hmm. And Tears of the Kingdom, literally because of how long it is, forces you to stop fucking doing that and just shut the fuck up and just enjoy yourself while you're playing the game.
1: Yeah. It makes you do that. And I have, I have not had more fun with a video game than I have had with Tears of the Kingdom. Probably in ever. Mm. Like, I think this is the most fun. Yeah. Just because, yes, it's challenging. Certain aspects are very difficult. But you get good. But I have not once gotten frustrated, rage quit, or just been like, well, that was really a dumb mechanic. I don't want to play this game anymore. Right. All of it has been perfect.
0: I agree. I totally agree.
1: There's now, oh, go you, ahead. no, 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 you got something else. You got something else. What do you got? I just I, I, I brought this up a few times. I wanted to know what your favorite legendary named equipment is and how much of it you got. I
0: didn't get super far, to be honest. And it's funny because I've explored 80% of the depths, which is where most of it is. That's
1: where all of it is, really.
0: So I have two full outfits that I'm currently just switching between because I can't choose which I like more. One is the Wind Waker outfit. You called (laughs) me. You called me out. You know. The Wind Waker outfit. But honestly, Twilight Princess Link is
1: so iconic. Really is. Really Oh, they captured the rugged, rough, dark nature of Twilight Link. So I go through both of those very often. But then again, Fierce Deity Link. I was going to say, if you don't mention Fierce Deity, what the fuck are you doing in this game?
0: Oh, by the way, you know something else they did that's genius? Legendary items you get that can break, you can buy at the statues with the pose. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Why didn't... I'm so glad they did that. Oh, I know, because I I have all these named weapons. I'm like, I don't want to fucking use them. I don't want to attach anything yeah. to them because I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to find if, them exactly. again. Exactly.
0: What about you? What's your favorite stuff you've gotten so far? Fierce Deity.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I should have right.
0: known. Anything Majora's mask.
1: I, I haven't taken the Fierce Deity helmet off because you hate no? a s like ex This is the exception to most of the named costumes you can upgrade the fierce deity yeah you can't really upgrade anything else except for the classic tunics like the tunic of time tunic of the wind all that stuff um it also has one of the most badass buffs ever because each piece gives you an attack up and then if you upgrade it twice you get a charged attack up that's pretty cool yeah other than that um i found the climbing gear right away when starting, and I haven't taken it off since, because... You know, so handy. Yeah. I don't think there's any climbing head or legs in this game, though. I think it's just the best.
0: Look for it. I tried to look for it, and I couldn't find it either. Yeah,
1: it... it, it well, and that also brings up the, the Zora armor, because yeah. when you do the Zora quest, they're like, hey, we got your special armor, so you can go up waterfalls again. But you don't need to wear the full suit, you just need the tunic chest yeah and i haven't found the legs or the head for the zora piece
0: okay you know what pisses me off where did all of the shit that link had go after breath of the wild yeah. why am i rebuying zora stuff or that shit up up in death mountain yeah. i have all this
1: i where did it go i stored a bunch of legendary weapons and shit in my house and then i went back to heysho village and it's like i got robbed. Exactly. Fucking Zelda threw all my shit in the trash. Yeah. I needed that sword. No, literally, Zelda threw... It was just like,
0: <laughs> oh, like oh,
1: Link, you don't need... Th-. It's like when you we move in with your girlfriend. You don't need this shit anymore.
0: Like when you move in with your girlfriend and she just starts like, Oh, throwing away your stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, we can't have this anymore. <laughs> and Link is like, Link, say something if you don't want
1: me to throw this away. <laughs> all right. Okay, I guess I'll throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> just silence. It's just... goddamn it. Okay, what's the... Have you found any named weapons? No. Really? You didn't find the Fierce Deity Sword? Oh, I did find that. Okay, um, but what about the Big Goron Sword. No. Big Goron Sword looks exactly like Ocarina of Time and it's That's cool. That's cool. Um, I also found the Dusk Bow. I don't know oh, if you remember that.
0: I do. Um, which game is that from?
1: Twilight Princess. The the bow Zelda uses light arrows on at the end of the game. It was called the Dusk Bow.
0: I also saw my favorite, of course, was the Wind Waker Boomerang. Yes, I got the Boomerang.
1: I can't believe they had that. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, If you want the Dusk Bow, it's a fucking great bow. Like, it's got got great damage. I think it's got zoom in, and it's got a little bit of a damage buff. Um, It's at the very top of Hyrule Castle. So if you're at Lookout Landing... And you're flying towards Hyrule Castle at the very top spire. There is like a chunk taken out of the toppest spire. Okay. It is in that taken out chunk. I'll have to look for that. Yeah. I must have missed that one. Yeah. That was the only
0: named weapon I found on the surface, though. Dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. But we really do.
1: We have been on this for a long time. But now we have to answer your final question. Is this better than Breath of the Wild? And I want to follow this up with a score. Okay, so here's the thing. Um,
0: prior, If you had asked me right before I beat Ganondorf, I would have said Breath of the Wild is better. Because um, I think Breath of the Wild just had the better abilities from the people that you help with the ancient beasts, right? They were hel- They were actually useful and fun to use and, of course, did not get in the way.
1: Yes, also on a brief note, I know this is a rhetorical question. What the fuck happened to the Guardians and the beasts yeah. and the shrines? Yeah, exactly. Where did all this stuff go? You can find... Okay, so if you go outside of Gerudo Desert, uh, the Gerudo City, and you remember how there was a shrine right yeah. next to Gerudo City? There is a skeleton of a shrine next to it. What? Yes, go back oh to God. the Gerudo Desert and find that because it is from Breath of the Wild, and it is—it's that same like kind of oval shaped egg, yeah. and it's just a skeleton of its former self. God, but dude. where did all of that where ancient Chica technology no, go? That's exactly what I thought. Is where the fuck did it all go? First thing I thought when I went to the Ritos, I looked up and I'm like, "Where's your bird? Where'd your bird? Where'd your bird go? Where'd your bird go?" Anyway, (laughs) anyway, back to the final question
0: If you had asked me before the Ganondorf fight I would have said Breath of the Wild Number, and it's not just about the abilities in the game Um, Breath of the Wild really captured the magic Of something really brand new about Zelda And Tears of the Kingdom definitely rode on the coattails However, after some of the conversation we've had today And just, you know Honestly, you want to know the big piece is the Ganondorf fight Ga- the Ganon fight in Breath of the Wild was weak. It was so like, uh, just not. It was. It wasn't that it wasn't fun. Just almost so anticlimactic because compared to even like Thunderblight Ganon in Breath of the Wild, which actually like was hard and really sucked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ganon in Breath of the Wild was a huge pushover. That was really easy to beat. Honestly, um. Not in Tears of the Kingdom. Ganondorf was amazing. Hearing his vo- voice was amazing. Each stage of the fight was amazing. You should have seen me, like, so fucked up the first time he used a flurry <laughs> rush. I was like,
1: what? You can't do that. Only I can do that.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, also, you know, like, the... the. Um, I genuinely thought it was surprising when we found out that Zelda was the light dragon. Yeah. Um, no, it,
1: like I said, I felt something when I saw that scene. I was
0: like, it, her, the f- scene where she transforms into a dragon. Did I just spit on your face, by the way? I saw you
1: wipe something <laughs> oh, off. Oh, no, no, no. I spit on the mic. <laughs> I spit on the mic. So I was like wiping my face, and then you spit. So
0: the scene where Zelda transforms into the dragon had me so fucked up. Like, I had to rewatch that several yeah. times because, like, that's insane. It was deep. And breath. Of the, I don't remember a moment of Breath of the Wild that left me feeling like that. So, I felt
1: in awe with Breath of the Wild, but I felt bewildered by Tears of the Kingdom.
0: I think Tears of the Kingdom is very, very slightly better. Not by a lot. I think that riding on the coattails of Breath of the Wild helped it out. But when you look at it, there's more... There's more things that I liked about it compared to Breath of the Wild than more things I disliked about it compared to Breath of the Wild, if that makes sense. I felt like, except for the abilities given to you by the sages, everything else was an improvement.
1: I'm I'm going to echo your sentiments, but I am going to say that Tears of the Kingdom blows Breath of the Wild out of the water. You don't even think it's close. No, I don't think it's close. I think they, they took their mark of Breath of the Wild, and they're like how can we exponentially make this greater and they hit that mark i agree with you i don't think the sage's abilities are that useful but i'm willing to overlook them because i didn't use them that much most of the problems i have with this game between frame rate and other weird instances can be used as exploits right and and making the game easier the realism behind this game and shock absorbers where the developers didn't even intend that. Yeah. This game is one of the best goddamn games I have ever played. And I did not think it would hold a candle to breath of the wild, but it blew that fucking candle out. Mm. I agree. It's better, but not by that much. I, I absolutely think it is between adding three, two, expansive maps the ability to make whatever you want it's like minecraft meets zelda in a way in a way yes less (laughs) less blocky i am gonna go ahead and give it the first score and i'm gonna give this the first perfect 10 on the game t podcast i cannot find anything to really take this game down by any points I feel like
0: I feel like trying to give a number to the game is just nearly fucking impossible. It is. Um, I am going to top you because fuck you. <laughs> um, I have no doubt that this might be the best video game I'm ever going to play. Um, I'm gonna give it an 11 out of 10.
1: <laughs> 11 I'm out of it 11 10. 11
0: out of. I'm going Spinal Tap.
1: Impossible odds here, but they have happened. This game has 11 out of no 100%. I'm dead fucking serious, dude. It's amazing. It's. I I can't help but agree with you. Like there is no such thing as a perfect game, but Tears of the Kingdom is as close as we will ever get. I th- I think you're right. I mean... In a, in a way, isn't that a little, like, sad? It it's... is, because we have we have seen it come and gone. Like, we are doing the review a month after it it has passed. And, like, most of the world is talking about Xbox, PlayStation, what's on the horizon now, because we've experienced Tears of the Kingdom. And it just makes me sad, because we are never going to experience this game for the first time again. No, we are not. It's, it's just... It's magnificent, man. I... I agree with you. I don't Speechless. know. I don't know if I will ever play a better game than this. It's the amount of that Ma- It was magical. It reinvigorated my interest and my love of gaming. Like after playing this game, I became excited for gaming again. It wasn't just the monotonous of this game in that game out, this game in that game out, yeah. you know, 11 out of 10, 11 out of fucking 11 10. out of 10. What else Fuck is there to IGN. say? <laughs> Fuck you, IGN. Fuck you, IGN. you, IGN, you fucker. What else is there left to say?
0: I don't I, I don't know. I'm just... I don't want it to be over.
1: I don't... You know, like, I just... I don't want it... Like I said before off the mics, I don't want to leave Hyrule. You can't fucking evict me. You can't
0: evict from Hyrule.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bought my dream house, damn it. I built it with duplications. <laughs> do That's, why, a they're, that's why they're evicting you, tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, it's. And I mean, to, to be fair, I'm not done. I still have to unlock all of the depths, get the armor sets, and it's really funny because Christine was like, "Oh, you've beaten the game. You're done now, right?" Oh God, no! And like, oh, you'll pay attention to me now, right? Oh, honey, oh, oh honey, no! Oh, we still got another three no. Months.
1: no. We got another three months of this shit. No, no, no,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> Alright, man. I don't have anything left to say. I might play more Zelda
1: tonight. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna play more Zelda tonight. And I just wanna end this by saying thank you listeners for sticking with us. If you <laughs> for are still two here hours. for almost two hours, we haven't done an episode like this since The Last of Us Part Two. That's right. Um I I am really thank we are both really thankful for all of you listeners still sticking through to the end of this. We are going to be back making more regular content these last two weeks. I said we would hit on this a little bit. Um, the first week was a scheduling error, and then last week, I had a little bit of a health scare with my mother, um, but she is doing good. All is well, and we are going to get back to a sense of normalcy here.
0: Yeah, I've got one more thing to complain about. Why the fuck is it 77 degrees in this room? I'm looking at the thermostat. Oh, it's so hot. It's hot as fucking here, man. God Ooh. damn it. All right. That's it. Wrap it up. We're going home. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. Bye. A heard at Sports Network production.